0: This WBEZ podcast is supported by the Greater Chicago Food Depository. The cost of food remains high for everyone, and thousands of our neighbors are struggling to afford groceries. Too many are experiencing hunger now. Families, older adults on fixed incomes, veterans, and children are at greatest risk, with one in four facing hunger. A donation of any size will help. The Greater Chicago Food Depository, Chicago's FoodBank.org. This is WBEZ. In recent weeks, TikTok and Instagram feeds have been filled with videos of pro-Israel and pro-Palestinian groups shouting each other down on college campuses across America. But off-screen, steps away from the clashes and anger, are college students on both sides of a seemingly uncrossable divide, struggling with grief and fear. WBEZ's Lisa Corian Philip talked to two about how they are coping.
1: I remember reading about the music festival that had been bombed, and I was like, I don't know, it it felt very close. Uh, I love going to music festivals. I love being around people in that environment, and the fact that something as innocent as listening to music could turn into this dystopian scene in which hundreds or thousands of people were killed... Uh, Jews that were my age who don't have any involvement in the Israeli government um, was truly horrifying and saddening. My name is Callie Stoller. I go to Northwestern. I'm a junior. Uh, I I major in Religious Studies with a concentration in Law and Politics and a minor in Classics.
2: My name is Yusef Haswa. I'm from... Brooklyn, New York. Uh, fourth year at the University of Chicago studying political science with a specialty in race, indigeneity, indigene and diaspora. How can I go to class when people in Gaza don't have beds? Like, they don't have water. Half their family members are under rubble. Like, when people who like look like my dad, and look like my sister, and look like um, my grandfather, like, don't have limbs, how can I consider to be a Palestinian? There's no college life when there's no Palestinian life.
0: Yusuf stands underneath a tree at the center of his school's quad. It's strung with bottles painted red, green and black, the colors of the Palestinian flag. Nearly every day since October, he's been organizing and demonstrating here with other pro-Palestinian activists. 20 miles north, Callie's sitting on an old school yellow velour couch in her apartment a few blocks from campus. She turns inward. The violence happening half a world away makes her cautious about where and with whom she shares
1: her grief. I feel hesitant reaching out to new people or going into more academic spaces or classrooms um, and saying that I'm Jewish and saying that I, that i don't fully support either side that i am kind of in the middle <laughs> um in the middle in a way that leans very much towards a pro palestinian cause but also has an emotional stake in the continued existence of israel
0: Callie runs her fingers through her bangs as she thinks about what to say next
1: it It feels like everything's very close to the surface, that one wrong word and I'm gonna be canceled or something.
0: Yusuf finds a bench on the Midway, a grassy boulevard at U Chicago, framed by tidy rows of trees. The chatter of the quad is replaced by the chiming of bells from Rockefeller Chapel.
2: These last few weeks have been some of the hardest weeks of my life like it just like being on being on the phone with family and um, things being uncertain and having your identity be so politicized and losing friends I've known for 10 years. I had a classmate of mine come up to me after class and he told me that Israel should continue to bomb the um, children in Gaza because if they don't then they'll grow up to kill Israelis. Just being you, like just being Palestinian is a problem for some people. Like is is a topic for heated debate. Like that is, like, how can you ask a child, how can you ask a student, how can you ask an adult to navigate that?
0: Yusuf wears a Palestinian keffiyeh draped on his broad shoulders. Today and every day, he says. His father and grandfather were expelled from Palestine in 1948.
2: Some settlers walked into their shop and were like, this is ours now. They walked physically from Palestine to to Jordan. My dad never knew a home. He spent the rest of his life trying to get back to be the next generation that has to like watch like our parents and our grandparents like not not feel what home is like really makes you feel unsettled
0: back in Evanston. Kelly points to a bronze Hanukkah menorah on her fireplace. She says her roommate bought it for her from Goodwill for $2. It reminds her of the one she grew up with. Her dad's family is Jewish, and fled pogroms in Russia and Poland. My
1: grandfather escaped in a hay basket that was stuck through with a pitchfork, and he was so small that it missed him. Those centuries of persecution makes having a home and a place that is considered a Jewish state very important for
0: Jews. You can see Callie turning that over in her head. She, too,
1: mourns the lives lost in Gaza. Listening to interviews from doctors who say that they have to operate with flashlights on their phone, on children who have lost limbs, who don't have any more anesthetic to use, like you can't hear those stories and continue to support israel that sort of internal conflict is very isolating
2: in the muslim faith you have to say alhamdulillah which is thank god for everything um and it really was hard for me to see god's wisdom in this Yusuf
0: is not only grieving the deaths of thousands of Palestinians, he's lost friendships
2: too. My brother-in-law just shared like, when will there ever be another time in your life where you know exactly who stands for you and who doesn't?
0: It's been comforting, he says, to look out into the crowd at demonstrations and see Jewish, Black, Asian, Arab, and indigenous faces together.
2: Honestly, I don't know if I would have the bravery to show up in the ways that my comrades are. If I was in Palestinian, they're showing up to show up.
0: In Hyde Park, Yusuf leads demonstrations and chants through a megaphone. In Evanston, Kelly picks up her phone.
1: I call my dad almost every day, <laughs> and I talk to him about it. I make my roommate listen to me. Um, all of my friends, I have talked to them enough about it that I think they understand where I'm coming from. I think the thing is, like, I don't have an answer, like, I don't know what should happen. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just 20 years old. I'm in college. I don't even have my bachelor's degree yet. But I feel like so many people around me seem to know the answer.
0: Callie and Yusuf know the conflict is so much bigger than them, and that it won't be resolved tomorrow or the next day. For now, they're looking for people with whom they can safely grieve and be themselves in the hopes of finding some peace. Lisa Corian, philip WBEZ News.